0: Welcome back to the Shots Side podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Alex. I'm joined by Matt and Adam today. Uh, today, we're going to get through uh, our early predictions for NBA awards. So we'll be talking about rookie of the year, Sixth man, coach of the year, defensive player of the year, most improved MVP, exec of the year. We'll go through our all NBA first team, second team, and third team, and then our all rookie teams, uh, two of those. Uh, so let's jump into it, guys. Um, Start off with Rookie of the Year. Matt, who do you have for Rookie of the Year?
1: Uh, right now, I have Benedict Matherin as Rookie of the Year. Um, definitely a close race between Paulo. I'm sure Paulo will end up edging him out at the end of the year. But right now, just due to how well he, uh Matherin shooting from three at 40% and shooting free throws at a high clip, too, I'd have to go with Matherin. Um, But definitely can't go wrong either way.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you can't go wrong um either way, but um if I if I had to really choose um the the front runner, it w- it would definitely be Paulo. He's been lights out from honestly since game 1, since the start of the season. And uh I, I like everything that he's been doing so far. Um the record of Orlando doesn't really per- portray that so much, but um you can't really expect too much with the uh, Orlando, but all in all, I think Paolo's going to run away with the Rookie of the Year this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't really have early on so far throughout, I don't know, the first 10, 15 games. There really hasn't been a lot of rookies that have really stepped up. On um, my list, I got those two, Paolo and, and Benedict at number two. But I think just with Paolo's been doing, you know, I think he had a game where he had 16 boards in one game as a rookie. Uh, he's already had a 30-point game. Uh, i think for sure he's a by far the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to uh rookie of the year uh six man of the year yeah, guys. That's... um matt who you got for six
1: man six man i since uh Matthew's probably not gonna win rookie of the year uh i put him at six man of the year uh he's coming off the bench hasn't started one game yet this year but he's putting up Great numbers, about 20 points per game, three rebounds, three assists. And like I said before, just shooting great percentages. Also kind of like unforeseen that the uh, Pacers are doing actually decent right now with him too. So um, I think he, if he doesn't start or the start to come out or start, then he'll probably could be in the running for that. I'm not sure if they give it to rookies or not, but he could definitely be in the running for it.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. I I don't think there's ever been a rookie to win a six man of the year award as far as I know. But um, uh, my my pick um this is solely if if they if they have Westbrook on the bench for the rest of the year. But um, I, if Westbrook is a bench player for the rest of the year, I, I think he could easily win this award. If not. Um, I think another great candidate for this award would be uh, the the uh, new contract, Jordan Poole. Um, he's had a slow start to the season, but um, there's still a lot of season left to go. So I, I can definitely see Jordan Poole kicking it up a notch later on in the season and um, taking home this award.
0: Yeah, I love how Matt has both Benedict Matherin for Rookie of the Year and six Man. So, I mean, it'd be pretty embarrassing, though, if you didn't get either one, though, because you'd lose on both those. But it is just early predictions. It doesn't matter too much. But I thought that was kind of funny that you you had both of them there. But (laughs) uh, Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
1: mine's kind of based off, like, right now, too, a little bit.
0: Right, yeah. No, I, I feel like Adam's copying my... My picks a little bit here. I went with Russell Westbrook as yeah, six man of the year as well. I think, you know, Lakers said that they're going to bring him off the bench. I think, wow. you know, he's been flourishing coming off the bench so far in the three games he's came off the bench. So um, if he plays like that, I think it's kind of a lock for Russell to get it. You know, I mean, somebody that can average around, you know, 16, 8 and 8 a game. I don't know a lot of six mans off the bench that can do that. The only thing that would probably beat him out is, you know, somebody like last year Tyler Hero if somebody goes off for like 22 23 every night, I think that that could probably win six man, but I mean, sixth man's one of the what? one of the toughest uh, awards to win. And like Adam said, Jordan Poole could be a a good finalist for the award too if they don't put him in the starting lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I don't know if they'd give it to a bottom of the lottery team, but they they could. I mean, we'll see. Two two and eight, pretty <laughs> terrible start for the the Lakers.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's six man of the year. We're not talking about MVP. I mean, this. <laughs> I don't think they they go too yeah, much well, on I, record for six man.
1: I don't. Think, I think you gotta at least make the playoffs though.
0: Yeah, I mean, but what about all the times that Lou Williams was on those like Hawks teams and and crappy teams where he was coming off the bench and he still won it those years? Jamal Crawford on the on the Clippers—they made the
1: playoffs though. I oh, don't—they made the playoffs.
0: Not all the years Lou won, Williams did. won it.
1: Yeah, I'm almost positive they were like the one seed one year on well, the Hawks.
0: Well, Crawford made it the one year with the Clippers, and I know the Clippers didn't win it or get to the playoffs that year. So I mean, it's possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be.
0: And we don't know if the Lakers are going to be. They could be a, still be a play in team going forward, but I mean, right now it's looking like a long shot yeah. for them to possibly make the playoffs. But, um, next... and
1: an honorable mention would be uh on the uh, Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. I could see him winning it too.
0: Yeah, that's that's a solid pick too. Yeah. Um. On to the next one uh coach of the year who you guys got for coach of the year
1: uh right now for coach of the year i got will hardy for the utah jazz i think i mean it's just pretty crazy that we're already in november and (laughs) the jazz are sitting near the top of the western conference still at uh i believe eight and three um i'm sure they'll go down a little bit but just like in general for a new coach to start off that strong is pretty impressive um and even if he they if he somehow brought them to like an eight season playoff, I think that would be pretty dang impressive considering that roster.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean that that's a good early season prediction. Um, but I, I don't know if that's gonna stand true at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But um I for me I I'd put the uh the, the new Celtics head coach, um I'm probably gonna butcher this name, uh Mazula. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he, he has a great roster to work with. Um, I mean, you look at the Celtics team; it's probably one of the best built rosters in the league right now. When you're in terms of starters and bench, so I mean, it's for me, it's it's his award to lose. Um, I don't know how you can't, you know, be a good team in in the NBA with. With the team that they they have, um, and you can expect them to have a a, a decent playoff run, also. So, I, I see um, Missoula probably butchering that, but I see I see him winning this this award.
0: Yeah, I mean, when we're doing this podcast, it is crazy that Utah is first in the Western Conference right now at nine and three. Um, just because they have two more wins than Phoenix, Portland, and Denver. Um, I'm going to have to go with the second best team in the NBA right now, record wise, and second best team in the Eastern Conference. I'm going to have to go with JB Bickerstaff of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I just think with uh, Garland missing a couple of those games, you know, it just shows that this team can miss some players just like they kind of did last year and they can still have other players step up like Donovan Mitchell, who they just got, which could have been the biggest probably is the biggest signing of the off season so far. Um, And just their center depth. I mean, Kevin Love coming off the bench uh, with uh, Mobley and, and Jared Allen starting at the center and power forward positions. Um, They just got a lot of great, good players on this team and um, it shows in their record so far at eight and two.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the Cavs are looking really good this year. So are the Celtics.
0: Yeah, it'll be, it's tough. It's always tough to kind of guess coach of the year because I feel like that's an award that kind of comes later in the season and it's mainly based off of record and maybe teams that weren't supposed to be that high that are. Um, so it'll be in- kind of interesting if one of us gets that one right. Um, but uh, who do you guys think that is going to be defensive play of the year? This is another tough award that I feel like almost nobody gets to start off the season. I think you can kind of get a better understanding three fourths of the way through, but um, yeah, Matt, who you got on this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably give it to him every single year, but I got Giannis again. Um, I just think he's just a a nightmare on defense for any, like, powerful or small forward through center. Um, He can guard. I mean, he can guard ones and twos as well, like, if he has to, but more bigs than small forwards. Um, But he's just so dang athletic. He's – probably the lengthiest player in the league and he can just uh defend the rim at a high level and get out to the perimeter too he just um he's definitely my defense the player of the year he makes the whole defense of the the box just click um in my opinion uh you could definitely probably go with his his teammate and drew as well but i think part of the reason why other players like drew and Bobby Fortis and even Javon Carter has been doing good on defense so far is because of the threat of Giannis. Um, so Giannis would definitely be my pick.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, you can go with Giannis pretty much every year um, without a question um, just to change it up. Um, just cause I mean, he can win it every year. My, my dark horse, but I mean, not so much of a dark horse. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. I mean, so far this season he's averaging what 1.6 steals per game, two blocks per game, and this is solely depends on if he can actually, you know, have a healthy season and take over for the Lakers cuz you know LeBron's not going to take over. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's 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 up to Anthony Davis. He can he can go crazy this year. He's I mean, he's not he's having a decent start to the season um and throughout his career he's he's been that dual threat, you know, weapon on offense and defense. So I mean that this definitely could be a surprising pick for most, but I I think Anthony Davis could come away with this award depending on obviously his health.
0: I mean, there's no no need for that LeBron shander right there. That was just, that cut a little bit too deep for me. But uh, I like the pick with AD. It's just can he stay healthy going forward? Um, he's already dealing with back tightness, whatever you want to call it. Um, so a, a full season for Anthony Davis kind of questionable. We could see kind of how it went with Bam Adebayo who. Could have been a defensive play of the year last year, but dealt with too many injuries, and that's why a lot of people didn't choose him for the award. So um, I do think it's a good pick, though. It's a good pick. Uh, I am going with somebody Matt already mentioned, uh, not Giannis Antetokounmpo, but uh, his, I guess you could say the third star on that team uh, when Chris Middleton's healthy, but Drew Holiday uh, is my pick for defensive play of the year. I just think... Uh, if you look at last year's playoffs when they played Boston, just the defense that he had on on Jalen Brown and, and Tatum, being able to strip the ball, play good defense. Uh he's one of those players where it just feels like every time he's in the correct spots. He knows where the offensive player's going all the time. Um, and he's good 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 with good with his hands, can strip the ball. Um I think he's a great player. <laughs> What's up,
1: Odie? <laughs> what you guys doing?
2: I mean, I mean, you, yeah. Uh, I mean, like like <laughs> Joel Embiid said, though. Like Joel Embiid said, uh, the, a guard shouldn't be winning Defensive Player of the Year as as much as they they can do, but the defense runs through the center position, the power forward position. Um, I I think that the De- defensive player of the year award should go to a big man almost every year. I mean, Marcus smart winning last year was kind of, you know, a once in a, a lifetime. It doesn't happen very often.
1: Amen. It happened. Ya- in this Giannis, time. Sits, Giannis sits out last night. They lose their first game of the year. <laughs> I think Drew was playing though.
0: Yeah. With no Chris Middleton too. I mean, <laughs> actually Giannis did play last hey. game. Yeah, game? yeah, he had 25 points he last game. only played
1: nine games, though.
0: Yeah, he sat out... Which game did
1: he not play, though? I
0: think he sat out the game they played maybe, maybe uh, Thunder. the
1: Thunder.
0: I think it was the Thunder game. Um, <laughs> He's not going to sit well, out they, a big-time match. Their,
1: their entire bench could be playing, and they'd probably beat the Thunder.
0: <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, that wraps up defense. I, no, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, my my honorable mention for defense player of the year would be OG on a newbie for the, the Raptors. I think he's been playing really good this year uh, on the defensive end. <laughs> you just got done
0: agreeing with Adam on a center or power forward should win it, and then you go with OG. Well, uh,
1: no, he can he can, he can he said, play no, small he just, forward slash
0: power forward. He's mainly a small forward, they,
1: they play small ball. He plays power forward sometimes.
0: Scotty Barnes plays Dude, a power forward.
1: Siakam was playing center. Right, dude. Scotty Barnes plays plays point guard sometimes. They're a team. when Fred's team. not. Well, <laughs> dude, they're a positionless team. All right, they can if all you, play like all over. If you
0: put OG on any any team in the NBA, he would be a small forward. Slash power forward,
1: Slash power forward yeah.
0: Sure. All right, power forward, but he's not a big, like the ones you guys he's mentioned. He's
1: also not a guard. I think. Small forward through center should win uh, defense player of the year every year.
0: Okay. Well, I disagree. I think Drew Holiday is a good case for it. (laughs) And Marcus Smart proved uh, proved the haters wrong last year.
1: Is Drew Holiday guarding Embiid?
0: No. Is Embiid going to guard Steph Curry?
1: Yeah, he could guard Steph Curry. No, no, he love clamped Steph Curry in the finals. <laughs> oh,
0: stop it! Stop. Just just because of one play. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, what happened to right.
1: Marcus Smart in the finals to Steph Curry?
0: <laughs> all right, we're getting we're getting way too off topic here. <laughs> let's let's move on to most improved player of the year, uh, Matt. Who you got on most improved?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the, the red hot Lori Markinon from the, the Utah jazz. He's looking like if he keeps it up at this current pace, he could be in a, in a sleeper for an all-star this year. Um, putting up really good numbers, making, um, uh, the trade look like it was a uh, pretty, I mean, uh, obviously the Cavs are doing great with Donovan Mitchell. So it's looking like it's not too bad of a deal for the, the jazz, uh, getting marketing and, Con Sexton, but I think he's just been playing really good right now. He's been shooting on fire. He he postered Gobert. Um, he's just been looking great so far. I think uh, if he keeps it up, he could definitely be in the running for most improved.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's that's exactly who I was gonna go with. Um, Laurie Martin has been lights out for the Jazz. I mean, that's why they're the best team in the league right now. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. If if I had to choose otherwise, um, you know, since there is a injury uh, to James Harden for the Sixers, I'd go with uh, Tyrese Maxey as a uh, most most improved player. Um, yeah, he, uh, he definitely has the skill set to win this. He has the <laughs> sc- <laughs> All right, wait, what what wait. wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> Nothing out. Al Al's just making faces. <laughs>
2: But, no, I mean, Tyrese Maxey is definitely, um, I mean, he's improved every single year since he's gotten into the league. So, Alex, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, if, if it isn't Laurie Marketing, I, I'd go with Tyrese Maxey. Oh,
0: okay. All, right. All right. I think you should have just stayed with your first pick and just owned up to it. But, um. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go with, um, you know, Matt was really going on the Indiana Pacers and Benedict Matherin. I'm going to go with their star player, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I think I think Halliburton has a good chance of winning this award. You know, they're not going to win a ton of games, but he's already shown this year he can put up 20 points and he can also dish out 10 assists, which is huge. And then even at the guard position, he's a pretty good rebounder. Uh, I think he averages around like five to six, maybe a little bit less rebounds, but um, pretty much does it all on the offensive end and really uh, jumpstarts that Indiana team. Um, when it comes to not only the offensive end but also Dean up on on the other end as well. So, um, Tyrese Halliburton, I think, is is my most improved player this season, and um, I think he's uh. I think he's a player that you know the Sacramento Kings probably shouldn't have let go.
1: Yeah, especially for Saboner, who has not been looking great all the time.
0: Right. <laughs> um. So this most improves a little bit tough though. I mean, it. I feel like it's such a a tough award to kind of judge. But um, let's go let's go on to a an award where. I feel like there's right now there's probably only two candidates that fit the bill for MVP. Um, Matt, who you got for MVP of the 2022-2023 season?
1: You know, I'm going to take it back to my defense player of the year, and i go with Giannis again. I think Giannis is just playing at a superhuman level right now. They were, started the season off 9-0. and Best in franchise history, which is uh, pretty impressive considering how good the Bucks have been in recent years. Um, he's just putting up crazy numbers over so far, over 30 points a game, 12 rebounds a game, both career highs so far. He's got five assists a game. Then uh, obviously we know what a player he is on the defensive end, which it, is really where I think it separates him from guys like – Luca or durant or somebody like that um so i think that's why Giannis would be my mvp and i think that he'll take home his third mvp uh, this year
2: yeah i mean you can't go wrong with uh with the yanni good old yanni but um uh i think i think this year is definitely going to be Luca's year to win mvp um he he has a way, way, way better uh, roster, especially with adequate centers in Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. Um, but Luka's just averaging crazy numbers to start the season. He's averaging 36 points a game, eight assists, eight boards, two steals, almost a block. Um, What, what you want to say something, Alex?
0: No, that, those are incredible numbers. Yeah, that's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and obviously, you can't go wrong with Giannis. But um, I think the NBA world wants to finally see Luca win an MVP. And I mean, sometimes it gets a little old seeing Giannis in
0: every single award. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially when he's already Giannis. Yeah, but he's already won the award. What, twice already?
1: Yeah, he's won it twice already. Yeah. So I mean.
0: Does he need another one for the trophy case? Uh, t- to be honest, I don't think he does. I don't think he cares about MVPs. But
1: No, he probably doesn't, but what what does Luca contribute on the defensive end? He's barbecue chicken when it's Giannis.
0: I think he's actually played a lot better this year on the defensive end. He's averaging two steals a game. I mean, that's pretty impressive that from his previous uh, years, but I mean, it is early on. I don't think he's going to average two steals for the entire year, but uh, if he brings Dallas to you know a uh, above three seed, and he averages the numbers he does, I think he can make a case for himself. But uh, my MVP is going to be none other than LeBron James. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not picking LeBron James.
1: <laughs> Are we in 2008?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I just <laughs> I wanted to throw my biasness out there and just. Uh <laughs> Just see what kind of reaction I got out of you guys, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, what Adam went with, which is Luka Doncic. Uh, he told you all the numbers. Um, I don't think the stats really prove kind of what he does for this Dallas team. I mean, you look at Giannis' team. He's got Chris Middleton. He's got Drew Holiday,
1: who's out. He's out though.
0: Yeah, he's coming back though. He's got Bobby Portis. He's, he's got out. Brooke Lopez. Um, they got a lot of good players on that on that Bucks team to kind of go around Giannis as well. You look at Lucas' team. I mean, who's his second best player?
1: Matt, Dinwiddie, Christian Wood. D-
0: Do you know which one? Probably Dinwiddie,
1: right? I mean, they're probably both similar.
0: Okay, well, one of them's coming off the bench,
1: and Christian yeah, Wood. But then, he, then he's got sh- he's got shooters surrounding them. Who?
0: Reggie Bullock, who's shot like trash this year. Tim Hardaway, who you can't rely on on the d- defensive end, and he's kind of a you know off and on shooter, kind of like a Malik Beasley, where some nights he's on, some nights he's off. So, um, and then Dorian Finney Smith, no, Finney Smith's not a shooter; he's out there for defense. Who else you got on that team? Maxi Kleber, Javale McGee. Yeah,
1: I mean, Christian Wood can shoot.
0: Christian Wood can shoot, but I mean, we've already seen that. Um, Jason Kidd does not trust Christian Wood out there right now. That might change by the end of the year, but as of right now, he's coming off the bench, playing around 25, 26 minutes a game, and, and some games he does good, shoots well, and kind of fools us and makes us look like he's better than he is. I personally, I mean, I have him on my fantasy team. I'm just not the biggest fan of how he's been playing right now, you know, I think last game he had a total of four, four, six points, which, I mean, if you're a second best player on a team, you can't be averaging single digits. Um, especially when somebody like Luca kind of needs uh, somebody to kind of take the load off his back.
1: Yeah. I mean, the I mean, team's definitely not as good when Middleton's healthy and Constance healthy and all those guys, but, I mean right now they're at pretty comparable for the most part. I mean Drew's probably definitely better than the second best player on their team. Right. But after that it's I'd say it's pretty even.
0: All right. Fair enough. Um, exec of the year. This one <laughs> this one you could go in a ton of different directions. I think it's basically you're just picking either a team that you think is gonna finish high in the standings or a team that you think made the best kind of moves I guess in the off season that is also going to benefit towards winning Matt who you got
1: um I got Kobe Altman for the Cleveland Cavaliers I think this uh Cleveland team I think that they saw last year in the the play-in that they were probably like a piece away like a secondary score away from um being actually competitive in the playoffs and so they went and made the big move of the off season and getting Donovan Mitchell. I'm um, really not even giving up like too terrible much. Like they gave up uh marking in, which was fine because they have so much uh, depth that um, like the small forward slash power forward position. Um, and then they gave up uh, Colin Sexton who was out all of last year anyway. So they were already good without them. Um, so I think that was just an incredible addition. Like Donovan Mitchell, like, we're kind of seeing now as Timberwolves fans like how how good he actually is considering he dragged Rudy Gobert and that Jazz team to the playoffs as a four or five seed all those years and yeah I think they even beat the the Grizzlies like two years ago in the playoffs I know it was a young Grizzlies team but we just can see that Donovan Mitchell makes a, a big impact on teams even if he does struggle sometimes on the defensive end um but then just even like additions like going into last year that have helped this year would be like somebody like Levert too, who they got for a pretty good deal. Um, who Some nights he'll give you zero points. Other nights he'll give you 45 points. Um, but he, even though he, he's kind of up and down, I think he's kind of formed a, a great squad that, you know, that has a lot of depth. And I think this team really could compete in the playoffs this year. I think they're definitely at, Kind of like one of those dark horse teams, like the Atlanta Hawks, a couple of years ago, to make it to like the conference finals or maybe even the finals if some things break their way. But they've looked good.
2: No, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Mike Gans Gansy. I think that's it.
1: <laughs> Isn't it Kobe Altman?
0: Is it?
2: No, you're right. Yeah. Mike. Gan-
1: I was gonna. No. I was gonna say. I was like, did I just get it wrong?
2: That like Ganci is the GM.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Well. Well, uh, <laughs> both of them. Then I guess. <laughs>
2: you know, I'm. I'm gonna go with you know just the the cop out. Um, I'm gonna go with um Bob Myers. For the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> I think they put together a great team over there at Golden State. <laughs> really, they have a great chance draft? to win a championship.
1: <laughs> I like I like that draft pick out of Davidson. I think his name's like Stefan or Stephen Curry. No,
2: yeah, I think it's it's Stephon actually, Stephon Curry.
1: Oh, Stefan. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he's a pretty good shooter. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, and then that that guy, is Dre, Dre, Dre Man, Dre Man, Dre Dre Man Green.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Phenomenal player. (laughs) No, (laughs) yeah. No, I mean, honestly, like, I I don't look at the Executive of the Year awards. I mean, no one cares about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. There's not a lot of NBA fans out there that are like, you know what I'm looking forward to in the award show tonight? Who's going to be the exec of the year? That's what I'm looking forward to. Now, I mean, we, I just put it in here just cause uh, it's, it's an award I think, it gives us a little bit more time to talk about some of the moves that were made, but I mean, I was going to go with Kobe Altman, like Matt said too, but just,
1: just oh my god, <laughs>
0: I mean, just to like sweeten the pot a little bit more, but like we forget, like you know, Darius Garland went out, and of course, down in Mitchell Mitchell stepped up, but a player we you know, haven't seen in a little while that they traded for is Ricky Rubio. When I think when Rubio comes back, he's going to be a great addition, great backup point guard for this team to kind of start up that uh, secondary unit for the Cavs as well. And then we also forget, you know, they kind of stole one from Brooklyn, you know, getting Jared Allen as your starting center um, going into the trade. Most people thought, Hey, we don't know what Jared Allen is going to be like, you know, being in a starting Uh, lineup. We don't know if he's going to be, you know, even capable of being a starting center in this league. And uh, I think he's proved not only Brooklyn fans wrong, not only NBA fans wrong, uh, but he's, he's made a point that, you know, he's one of the best shot blocking digs in the NBA. Um, And I think it was a very underrated deal that went down where they ended up snagging him for basically nothing. Um, and just the job that he did, Kobe Altman and bringing in, um, I know it's an organization, um, combination of the entire organization of Cleveland, bringing in, uh, Donovan Mitchell as well. Um, that's a huge addition to your team. It's paying dividends so far. Um, and it, it shows in their record. Um, we'll see how far it can take them in the playoffs. I still have a lot of question marks about, you know, Especially in the Eastern Conference, where you got to go through Giannis, um, we thought you know maybe you'd have to go through Brooklyn too. But Brooklyn's going through a lot of a lot of hellfire right now with the whole Kyrie situation. Uh, are they going to keep Kevin Durant? Um, ben Simmons is he still hampered with a back injury? We don't know. Uh, and then Atlanta is looking like a strong case too. So that's that's another team that. might have to look out for in the Eastern Conference to go with uh, the Philadelphia Sixers as well once James Harden comes back. But, uh, yeah, I think Kobe Altman, definitely exec of the year so far, just uh, the moves that were made in the offseason. Maybe another one. I don't know who the exec is for the Boston Celtics, but I think the second biggest move was bringing in a guy like, you know, Brogdon, who can kind of, I thought he'd be a starter on this team to go with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Um, mm -mm. It's not Danny Ainge. I know that because Danny Ainge is on Utah.
1: Isn't that Brad Stevens?
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, it is Brad Stevens. Yeah, I forgot he got. Yeah, so Brad Stevens is definitely another candidate for this position as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, bringing in Brogdon. uh, Who else did they bring in? They bring anybody else? Oh, Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett is a great player. I mean
1: great. <laughs> they, they brought in Gallinari, but he tore his ACL. Yeah,
0: Gallinari, But um you know, maybe get is Gallo gonna come back later this year, or is he down for the entire season?
1: Probably the whole year. Yeah. Is ACL.
0: Yeah, so I would guess he'd be out for the season, but um yeah, just another another uh case for somebody another exact to win it, but uh, Kobe Altman so far, I think, is clear-cut in winning this award. But uh, that's going to wrap up kind of our awards section. We're going to go through uh, our first and second and third team for All-NBA. Uh, let's start out with first team um, All-NBA. Matt, who you got for first team?
1: Uh, my first team All-NBA, I got um, S- Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Tatum,
2: Giannis, and Jokic for my first team. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad, not uh, bad. For my first team, I have uh, Luka Magic and then my boy D-Book. Oh. Yeah, yep. Honestly, he's probably in the MVP race, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and then I got Durant coming back to the first team, and then obviously the, the two locks and – and um. Giannis, and Jokic.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of have a mix between your guys'. I got Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and then I got Jokic. So I think uh, me and Matt just differ on Jason Tatum and and Kevin Durant, and then Adam's the only one that put Booker in there. Who'd you keep out? Did you keep out Steph? Yeah. Yeah, you kept out Steph, which is not a bad – Choice. I noticed none of us had Ja Morant first team or Embiid. Matt, did you have any? Yeah. Did you think about putting either one of those possibly in first team? Uh
1: no. The only one I really debated was Tatum. I thought because Durant's been on fire, but um, Embiid. I mean, he's already missed some games this year, so like I wouldn't be surprised if he missed even more games at, like throughout the year. So I mean, it's kind of tough to give it to people that don't play every game. Jokic's pretty consistent uh Curry's just been lighting it up too so that's why I had to put Curry in there but right yeah yeah I could see maybe Durant I don't know
0: okay well I'm guessing you have Ja and Joel on your second team then uh who else do you have on your second team to fill out that roster
1: on my second team I did not put Ja on my second team I put Booker and Donovan Mitchell as my two guards um I think I mean both teams have a Top team in their conference. Both are putting up great numbers. Um, so that's why I mean you could definitely put john in there. I just I don't know. I, I was more enticed by Booker and Mitchell and then I put Durant Siakam and Embiid.
2: Wow. Okay. All right. All right. No, he had you had Booker in there. Yeah. Of
1: course he yeah, had Booker, Booker in there. <laughs> I, I just couldn't I couldn't put Booker on the third team. That's why I had to put John on the third team. Yeah, you know, you can't.
2: Booker's he's he's first or second. But I mean obviously in my eyes he's he's obviously first. But um <laughs> for my second team, um, you know, I had the easy picks and putting Curry in there, obviously, and then John Morant to fill out the guards. And then I don't know if you guys are gonna have him in here, but Jimmy Butler. He's been having a great start to the season. Um We'll see if he can finish off as strong as he is starting. Um, And then, obviously, to end it off in the forward and center position, we got Jason Tatum and and Embiid.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm a little surprised by the Jimmy Butler second. Not really, I guess. I mean, Jimmy's a really good player. And maybe I don't give him the credit that he deserves, but maybe that's just my Minnesota bias coming out. (laughs) But... Um, I like the pick so far. Um, second team All NBA. Uh, I got John Morant, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum. I got the chosen one, LeBron James, and I got Joel Embiid. Uh,
1: did you LeBron guys? LeBron James.
0: Yeah, did you guys have LeBron on your All NBA
1: team? Any team? Not uh, literally. Not literally. Probably wouldn't even be on my fifth team.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Wow,
1: how that's—I mean, I mean,
0: you gotta sh- put some respect not on that. Two, man, are name. they
1: not? They're not two and eight. It, that, he just hasn't looked good this year. He's shot twenty-two percent from three. That's the, I shoot twenty-two percent from three.
0: How many games in are we?
1: We're like twelve games in. Ten games.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> ten,
1: twelve.
0: There's a lot of the season left. A lot of the season left to play for. LeBron to get that record up and to get the stats up. I mean he's still averaging close to twenty six, eight and eight. Something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean that's that's not really that impressive. Seeing what Westbrook's doing off the bench.
0: No, no, not
1: him no 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 no. But just some just some empty numbers on a bad team. okay. (laughs) Okay
0: alright twenty four eight and seven but that's right now I think that's gonna jump up I think he's gonna score a lot more because the team needs it um it's gonna come down to kind of if he can stay healthy for close to 70 75 games and then also if this Lakers team can kind of you know maybe they make some trades by the deadline um and if they if they become like a seventh eighth seed somewhere around that range um that's that's why I would pick LeBron to be on the second
1: team. You're shooting twenty one percent from three.
0: Yeah still early it's 68% still eight
1: percent from free throw. hmm phenomenal looks like father time won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going back and forth. LeBron's gonna win the next one. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie those commercials have gotten a little no. little too much they they play them literally every <laughs> single game i watch it's
1: just,
0: <laughs> it's getting it's getting crazy but what do you what do you got for yeah. third team though
1: my third team is gonna i'm gonna round it out with trey young ja morant zion paul george and bam bam
2: Yeah, no, my 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 third team is similar, but um, you know what? Since you put Trey Young in there, I'm gonna tweak it. I'm gonna tweak it just a little bit. Um, this is only solely if he has a healthy season. I'm gonna put Shea. I'm gonna put Shea in there. But Shea, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, and the Minnesotan in me wants to put Cat in there. But I'm gonna put Zion. I'm gonna put Zion in there instead. <laughs> At center? At power forward. And then to round oh, it off, forward. I I'm gonna put Anthony Davis in there. But I also Yeah. I also wanna put Adebayo in there, but um I think Anthony Davis will probably have a better season.
1: Yeah, that was my definitely the two hours debating between. I just think street clothes might not be a in enough games. <laughs> Jeez.
0: The amount of shade we've thrown on this podcast already at players is unreal.
1: <laughs> but sometimes you gotta uh,
0: I mean sometimes you do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, thirteen though for me, I mean I had to put Trey Young in there and Donald Mitchell. I think those two have earned it so far to start off a season. I think it's gonna continue going forward. Uh, Paul George has, you know, once again without Kawhi Leonard has kind of just been the steady force for the Clippers. Uh, They got a winning record because of him. He's been posting some pretty good numbers. Um, I know Matt's been loving him, betting him on FanDuel, just getting sixty plus Mm -hmm. FanDuel points every single game he plays him. That's been a little annoying, but uh, (laughs) I'll definitely put him on my third team for sure. Um, this one might be a little shocker for you guys. I'm going to put at the power forward. I'm going to put Pascal Siakam. I think Siakam's been playing really well. Um, Toronto teams, you know, Do I, doing all right. I had him all? on my
1: second team.
0: Oh, you did. Okay. No, I'm yeah. All right. Then I don't feel as bad, you know, and just putting him at 13 then. Uh,
1: okay. So I'm not, I'm not too shocked. To okay. Be honest. Okay.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> And then at at the center position, which he doesn't play center anymore, but um, I'm going with Carl Anthony Towns. I'm going with Cat, oh. Big Daddy Cat. <laughs> got to got to put Cat in there. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's playing decent on offense, not that great on defense. But I think Minnesota's gonna have a pretty good record at the end of the season once they get things figured out.
1: Yeah, once they you, you know magically start shooting better once that happens, that'll be great.
0: <laughs> no, I know. Um, but that's going to wrap up kind of our all-NBA first team, second team, and third team. Um, we'll go on to all-rookie teams. we got two teams on this um, chart right now. Uh, we'll go through first team. Second team, I think, is going to be a little, little crazy. I think we're going to have totally different second teams. But, uh, Matt, who do you have on your all-rookie first team?
1: Yeah, my first team. I mean, I think most of us, if not all of us, will have the same. It, Ivy and Matherin as my guards, uh, Murray and Paulo for my uh, two forwards. And then I guess, I mean, he's kind of a forward, kind of a center. It would be Jabari Smith, um, for the Rockets.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I, I've got. Jane Ivy at the one. Benedict Matherin at the two put Keegan Murray at three Paolo at the four and at the five I'm gonna
0: put actually Walker Kessler wow okay that's actually not not a super surprising pick just because Jabari hasn't played that well to start of the season I just think by the end of the season Jabari's gonna kind of come to into his own and get more minutes and uh especially with this Houston Rockets team that's playing so poor. Um, but I'm not really going based off of like position wise. I mean, obviously we, I think we all have the same, or at least me and Matt have the same with Ivy, Matherin, Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, and then Paolo. Um, I think three of those are a lock with Paolo, Benedict Matherin, and Jay Ivy I think those three are for sure going to be on NBA first team rookie. Uh, I'd be shocked if all three of those didn't make it. Maybe, um, hopefully, not an injury doesn't kind of hamper that. But uh, I don't really see any other players kind of overtaking those three, at least for that first team. Um, second team. This is where things are going to get a little interesting. Matt, start us off.
1: Uh, right now, I got uh, Shaden Sharp. Uh, he's been playing pretty good, uh, AJ Griffin. Tari Eason, Jalen Williams, number one. Jalen Williams, not Jalen Williams, number two for the Thunder. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Jalen Duran. I know he's been he's been out, but uh, I think he's back now, and he looked pretty good the first couple games when he was like playing.
2: Okay, okay. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna tweak some things here. Um. For me on my second team, I'm gonna go with uh, Andrew Nemhart at the point. Uh, then I'm gonna go with Shaden Sharp. I think he's been he's been good with the minutes he's been given so far. And then I'll go with Jeremy Sochan. And then, uh yeah, I gotta put Jabari Smith in there. I almost forgot about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then another another dark horse here in Christian Coloco Um, I think I uh, was it two days ago. He put up six blocks. I thought that was uh, phenomenal for what what he what he did for that that game. But yeah, that's that's my second team.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, did not Coloco almost get in a fight with somebody against like the Heat earlier this year? Yeah. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. I mean, he's already
0: got that Toronto feistiness already. That's that's good to see. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know, because like once Pascal comes back, like how much minutes is Coloco gonna get? That's that's the issue I have. I just don't know. I mean, he played really well in his last game where Pascal wasn't um, able to play, but I just don't know how consistent will be, and that's why I probably won't have him on my second team. Uh me and Adam have the same point guard, shooting guard combo and Andrew Nemhard of the Indiana Pacers, Shaden Sharp, um part of that great backup or backcourt uh in Portland. Uh I got Jalen Williams, uh Matt already said, um the small forward shooting guard, uh number one for OKC, not the center. Um (laughs) Jalen Williams. That's so confusing that they have two Jalen Williams that they both drafted in the same year. Uh, That's
1: pretty crazy.
0: Um their names are spelled differently, but I mean on a podcast you're not gonna you're not gonna get that information. So um Jalen Williams, um at the four three spot, I got Tari Eason. Uh, I think he's gonna have a little bit better second half of the year. I think he's starting off slow. I don't think um, I don't think the Houston coaching staff completely trusts him to put him in right now. I don't think they want a ton of super young players to start off, even though they have one of the youngest teams uh, in the NBA right now. Um, and then at the center position, power forward, whatever. Um, I got Jeremy Soshan. I think uh, he's going to get the minutes to play. He might not bring it every single game on the offensive end. He's got a off-and-on-again three-point shot that sometimes just drops, sometimes looks really bad. Um, but on the defensive end, rebounding um, and guarding some of those bigger guys, uh, we saw against you know the Timberwolves three times already um, just his defensive uh presence playing against, you know, he he guarded cat. Um there was times he was guarding Rudy Gobert. There was times he was guarding uh getting switched to ant and playing well. So he's got a lot of versatility. Uh, I think Adam mentioned, you know, he kind of reminds him of uh, a former Spur slash Bulls player in Dennis Rodman. But um which is I mean I can see why you would say that. You know, he's got the haircut where he's got uh I think he's got blonde hair, doesn't he? So, I mean, he's already kind of taking on that role and um, fitting into kind of like that perfect type that Greg Popovich likes to see um, in young rookies is, you know, starting off with a good, solid defensive player. And then you turn him into uh, Kawhi Leonard um, that can kind of, you know, shoot the ball, be competent on the offensive end. and, And I think that's why I'm putting him on the second team.
1: Yeah, I mean, you really gotta love the nineteen percent from three point. It's just, I know, right? You love that it's, in an NBA player, really.
0: <laughs> I mean, if he can, if he can get that up to at least thirty percent, then it can be manageable. But yeah, nineteen percent's uh, pretty tr- atrocious right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, But he is a great defense player. I'll give him that. Yeah.
0: Um. But that, that's also, of, uh, of, oh, go just, ahead. Uh,
1: just to throw, throw it out there before we wrap it up, too, I'm going to throw an honorable mention out to um, Johnny Davis for <laughs> making the all China team this all year. All China, too. Because um, that, that's likely where he's going to be playing in two years if he keeps looking atrocious like he has been um, in the few minutes he got. And he's barely even cracking the lineup because he's so bad.
0: Yeah. Five <laughs> games played, six minutes per game, shooting twenty nine percent from the field, not even from the three point arc. He is a hundred percent from the free throw line though. So that is that is something to look forward to if you're a China yeah. team.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely looking like the biggest boss so far.
0: Yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean, it's tough for a Washington team where you have such high hopes especially out of a first round 11th overall pick in the draft and you snag somebody like Johnny Davis that has so much hype around him coming from a good college in Wisconsin and then it's it's just and not this is what you get <laughs> it's just not looking good so far it's it's really not <laughs> uh, but Ugh. Ending off on Johnny Davis, though that's a great podcast, guys. <laughs>
1: love, love. <Yeah. laughs>
0: oh, I hate I hate ending it on that, but it, it is the perfect. I just of, had to throw
1: that out. No, that's man. good. That's good.
0: <laughs> that's gonna end it here from Shot to Side. Though, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at our Shot Shot to Side account. Make sure to send us uh, any talking points or questions you might have. Um, at our Gmail account at shotside gmail.com. We will have a website coming up soon. Hopefully it should be done by next week. So you'll be able to check out some of our articles that we write here at Shots Aside. Uh, you'll be able to check out some of the times that we will have for upcoming podcasts. Um, but until next time, guys, enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you on Friday. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace.